If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Welcome to the Hood Nerd Podcast, brought to you by your boy, the Hood Nerd. This podcast will be about everyday life problems and also current and past events. Because my motto is, if you study the roads that have already been traveled by people in life, your road travel should be a lot smoother. And with that being said, let's get to chopping up this fable. Yo, it's your boy the Hood Nerd getting back at y'all. You know, this this curious case of Amy Cooper and Christian Cooper, two damsels in distress, both probably members of the feminist movement. But I'm going to let you see just how the media can play games with you a lot of times and race bait you. And how I always know we don't really fact check. All we see and need to hear is white against black and antennas go up. And then they'll pick their few people who they want to talk about it, deliver you the message. And then your opinion and your imagination will just run wild. It's just like I, we had this conversation the last the Amon Arbery case. We have to learn to start dealing with facts and leave the feelings alone, man. Like Jay told you, men don't get jealous. It's a female trait. Men don't operate off emotions, man. Men operate off logic. So let's get started with this. Talking about today, including this video of a white woman calling police on a black man in New York City Central Park is racking up tons of views online. The man, Christian Cooper, reportedly asked a woman he didn't know, identified as Amy Cooper, to leash her dog in a section of the park where leashes are mandatory. Christian Cooper is an avid bird watcher, and he apparently made the request because the law was created to protect birds and other wildlife. Listen to what happened next. Sir, I'm asking you to stop. Please don't come close to me. Sir, I'm asking you to stop recording me. Please don't come close to me. Please don't come close to me. Please, please call the cops. Please call the cops. I'm going to tell them there's an African-American man threatening my life. Please come. Now, see, that goes the first damsel in distress. I'm going to just tell him an African-American man is here. He's threatening me. And black men, we go through this. Whether it's a white woman or even a woman we lay next to a lot of times when she get upset and you're not responding well or you raise your voice and then she make that 911 call. Oh, you know, they love to tell you how much the man got their foot on our neck and the man and the police hate black men. But the second they don't get their way, black man, you know the first one they call, ain't it? Hell of an oxymoron, ain't it? The man who she's saying knows they out to get her son and her baby and her supposed king that she's looking to protect. She always turned to him. 
which is why I tell y'all again, in the 60s, she took her hand away from you, man. She became a co-conspirator in your demise. At some point, you'll accept that. But, you know, we'll finish with this. I'll do whatever you like. There's an African American man I am He's recording me and threatening myself and my dog. And my cat. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. I'm being threatened by a man in the Police sent the cops immediately. Police did not make any arrests. Amy Cooper later apologized. Yeah, listen to all of that. The distress in the voice, the the panicking and all of that. And that's how men end up getting bust upside their head by police officers. Police officers come to the home and we'll know what's going on. And I mean, luckily for him, he was recording it because this probably would have went, well, I'll tell you why later. Why I don't think it would have went the other way, but it could, it was a possibility. It could have went the other way. And that's just how it goes. Like I said, they can be nice to you this way. Then it will build up to something else. The screaming and the yelling. And then the last ditch effort. It's going to always be the tears. Those are the three ways they always try and prey on a man's emotions. They'll kill you with the kindness first and the smile. Rub you on the head. If that don't work, then they'll flip the next switch and start screaming and yelling. If that don't work. They're going to go to start. They'll go. They'll let the tears come completely down, start raining down. And at that point, you don't even know what you did wrong. But you kind of have to be weary and understand the games that are being played on you at this point. Because this is all this is a lot of times is a game. Which is why they can get you arrested a lot of times for false accusations of domestic violence and then don't even show up to press charges. But it's just to let you know, same as when we saw the movie Thin Line Between Love and Hate, it's just to let you know, I can hurt you and put you in jail whenever I feel like it. So you either better ship up, shape up, and do right, or as I tell you guys, just get the hell out of that, man. Apologize. The investment firm where she's a vice president placed her on administrative leave and she returned the dog to a rescue shelter while the matter is being addressed. A candidate running to be Manhattan District Attorney said it's a good thing Christian Cooper reported the incident. Eliza Orland said she's tried case. Now, of course, I'm a huge dog lover, so I, I'm definitely not a fan of the way she was handling the dog, but you know, again, you're lonely. Just looking for company, which is all you are to a lot of times, men. You just company. You just want somebody to keep the sheets warm. Whether it's you, whether it's Duplex, Daquan, Shaniqua, or whoever. A lot of times it's really not you. They just want the bed sheets warm next to them, man. So. You know, don't think you anything special. If they can't find a human being, then they'll bring a pet in there to keep the bed sheets warm for them. This is where the DA's office uses a, quote, hysterical 911 call as categorical evidence of guilt. Gail, even before she dials, she says she will tell the police there's an African-American man threatening her life. And then intentionally, you hear her intentionally raise her voice to concoct the sense of danger. Throughout American history, there have been innumerable examples of African-Americans falsely accused who have been in prison, shot lynched and as attorney Orleans points out i shudder to think what would have happened if mr cooper had not been filming you're right throughout history the problem is throughout history the majority of the time that happened that we in jail it ain't because of this white woman i can tell you that there comes a point where we just have to start having some serious conversations in the community as ayanla was saying on the episode i saw we was kicked out you kicked your child out so you need to re-invite her back in. Black men, they kicked you out in the 60s when they joined the feminists in the welfare movement. And I think it's about time we kind of step away and either re-invite them back in or move on about our business and find other women to kind of deal with. But me personally, I would prefer you deal with your sister. But like I told you, 
it's only 20 percent of the black men that's you know for me suitable to procreate with and i feel the same with black women you probably have 20 percent of them suitable to procreate with and create a family with so you know stop reaching in the gutter and looking for all of this and of course this white woman which again the same as is women just in general they can be educated and still low down and rotten man so don't let it don't let the education fool you don't let the rub across the head fool you don't let any of that fool you because at the drop of a hat to get away she'll let a nasty side come out and then at the end after she's done all she's done to you she'll come back and apologize and then lay it on thick again rub you on the head start crying a begging and begging and begging and begging and begging and it won't ever happen again but you know I was taught at a young age when somebody show you who they are you better believe it once again I say thank goodness that there's videotape you know I think as the daughter of a black man and the mother of a black man this is really too much for me today I'm still rattled by that last story and she's practically strangling her dog, practically strangling her dog to make these false accusations against another black man. I'm still so upset, Vlad, I'm so sorry. I'm still so upset by that last story where the man is handcuffed underneath a car where people are pleading, please, he can't breathe and we're watching a man die. So we go from that story now to this story where she falsely accuses a black man on television. I mean, I, I don't even know what to do or how to handle this at this particular time. I know that this is, I, 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 I'm speechless. I'm really. Now, she, she's afraid for black men in America. That's, that's Gail's thing. She's terrified for them. Worried about the image of us. Worried about how we're being treated. She wasn't worried about Kobe image. Man body wasn't even cold yet. Hey, Lisa. You, you wouldn't know if he was a monster or a rapist. Again, so you know who side she took in that. The white woman was correct. He raped her. Now, of course, she wouldn't have that conversation about her and Oprah's relationship with Harvey Weinstein, but whatever. When they needed somebody to, to pull R. Kelly to the front, of the, the front of the class and had a conversation with him, who did they come grab? Gail. And again, we'll have a conversation about him and that whole case one day. <laughs> Quite soon, to be honest with you. But you have her upset with two young women. You got upset with him for what's going on. But you got upset with two young adults who are saying, we are happy with the lives we have with R. Kelly. We're cool with that. But of course, she'll flip the narrative. Y'all them hostage. Again, when it came to Bill Cosby, they flipped it over and shredded it down again. We'll we'll take this side. So you don't really feel black man. You and your best friend openly. Both of you guys say you, you searching for the truth. You just destroyed Michael Jackson's reputation. And then you wanted to pull the video down after it found after it was found out they was lying, which I'm sure you knew they was lying, but you have an agenda. When Massa come on out and tell you it's time to get on up and come serve, you'll get up and go serve. So, you know, for me and, and these tears that they do, I told you, you're not going to play on my heartstrings with this. You're not going to say you fear for the black man or any of that. Because once again, I see more black women at this point caping for everything Joe Biden said. They cape for Hillary and everything Hillary said. And we'll just overlook what the 94 crime bill did to young black men in this country. So, again, black men, you kind of got to understand there's a game being played. And everybody got their pieces except for you. You're still sitting on the bench waiting to get in. And you don't even realize you're not in the game yet. Really speechless about what we're seeing on television this morning. It feels to me like an open season and that it's just a not sometimes a safe place to be in this country for black men. And today is too much for me. 
Tony and Anthony, I, I'm going to turn it over to you too. Yeah, Tony. That video, what what that video went from bad to worse, and the elevated panic in her voice, the performance in order to to heighten the situation for 911 is 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 really off putting. And I want to point out also that the the individual who was filming it, who was accusing her of not leashing her dog, that may seem like he's being a nudge or he shouldn't be, you know, policing these minor laws. Those laws are really important. We live in a city, uh, and he's a birder. Bird people know those laws are really important for birds. Uh, so it, it wasn't a minor thing. And her again, he's a birder, and that may be fine. Been a dog owner, what three times now in my life? Never seen a dog catch a bird. Never. I don't really even see dogs even attack birds. They go after rabbits and squirrels. But you rarely even see dogs chase birds. But see, again, that goes to when I tell you there's a narrative that's always being put out there and it's spun for a certain reason. Now, me personally, I think a lot of this narrative at this point, these things are being pushed because it's just a way to kind of get your head off of everything else that's going on around. You don't have you want to get black people riled up. You show them a cop killing a black person or you show a white person doing them an injustice and they going crazy. We won't have no conversations over the 10 people who just got murdered here in Chicago over the weekend. That's, that's never important for the way we treat each other. It, it never is. Our treatment of each other is never important. But that would kind of go along to what I would tell you also. If a teacher or anybody outside see you treating your child a certain way, that's usually the way they would treat your child or a family member. So if we treat each other like crap and there's no respect amongst each other. But against, uh, of course, I know it all happened because of slavery. And I know the story already 200 years later. Slavery is the reason we, we act like this. Now, of course, you know, this behavior is skipped a few generations. So, you know, that's kind of where your narrative for me falls apart at because we didn't have a lot of this leading up to the civil rights movement, not in the way we maneuver now. But, you know, you guys will skip all of that. Everything just is back to slavery. You don't have control over the way you behave or your community. It's just slavery fault. You know, there's never any accountability in our culture for anything. And you'll have the the people who's going to come out and cape and say, there they go. Every time somebody want to talk about white on black crime, you get that person want to talk about black on black crime. Well, again, I tell you, if we was accountable for our actions and handled our business eight times out of 10, we don't even have the situations we have about police, not even in our neighborhoods like that. There's no need for them to really be policing the way they're policing if we wasn't living in the hostile conditions and situations we live in. But, you know, that's just logic. And I know 80 percent of you guys functioning. What is it? Sixty five percent of the country is functioning illiterate anyway. So, you know, I'm, I'm not I'm talking to people where you need the, the red pointy dot to bounce over the words like it's hooked on phonics or something. But. Escalation uh, no. was just totally inappropriate, Anthony. No. Yeah, she she was actually it wasn't he was threatening her. She was actually threatening him. As you watch the video, uh, I go I go through that area all the time in the Rambo. Uh, it's uh, there was a time many years ago it was considered uh, somewhat dangerous. It it is now a haven for bird watchers. They're always there uh, with long lenses and photo and cameras and. And stuff like that. So uh, that there is a reason that law is there uh, to protect the birds. All right, Glenn. What else have you got? I say again. I say again, no, Anthony I, and Tony. But thank goodness that it's videotape. Thank goodness that there's videotape on both of these these stories, so you can see what is happening here. And you know, Gail, to the point all right. that all of you are making, right uh, this is not the first time yes, we talked right. about Emmett. Yeah. Now we're going to compare this to Emmett Till. And I'm, I'm telling you, this is how they get you. They'll bring in, and this don't have anything to do with Emmett Till. Nothing. Not even resembling that. 
A, because I know by looking at this man already, he wouldn't have been whistling at her. Not attracted to her at all. He's infeminate, but, you know, we'll continue on with the story. With Christian Cooper, because, you know, for me, I'm going to go check all the facts. I'm going to dig and dig and dig until I find out both sides of the story. Now, I go, if you go to his Facebook page, he gives you a transcript almost of everything that happened that morning. He starts off. This is Christian Cooper. He starts off by saying, ma'am, dogs in the ramble have to be on a leash at all times. The sign is right there. There you go. This this is exactly where we started. You could have mind your business. You didn't even have to initiate any of this. You could have just sat there, mind your business, went on about your day. But of course... Typical person, effeminate behavior. You know how it go, guys. You picked the wrong one today. So, there you go. Per the dog runs are closed. He needs his exercise. See? Conversation. And it's what I tell my daughter, my oldest daughter all the time. There comes a point when a con- when a when conflict gets to level seven to eight, ain't no turning back. That's how a lot of men get killed in the streets. So you can go to shut up, whatever, F you, all of this other stuff. Why it's level two, three, four, five. You can sometimes just look at somebody and be like, it's cool. I ain't gonna worry about it. You can walk away. See, the second, as a man here growing up, when that female dog word get dropped, and we had this conversation last episode, when that word get dropped, We've reached level seven, eight. There's no turning back. Either somebody getting ready to get shot or a fight is coming after that. So at this point, when she says the dog runs are closed, he needs his exercise. He could have just called the police. He didn't have to engage with her at all. He needed not to engage with her at all. But once again, he had that mindset. You chose the wrong one today. Then he states, all you have to do is take him to the other side of the drive outside the ramble and you can let him run off the leash all you want as you just heard the guy and what i just was saying well he was just talking in the news clip he was saying part of that ramble is dangerous she's she responds it's too dangerous over that look he responds look if you're going to do what you want i'm going to do what i want but you're not going to like it <laughs> that's amazing we didn't get all of this dialogue when they were showing the story And because he wanted to show you he was right, this idiot is going to come right back around and tell everybody exactly what was said. He want to show you who's boss at this point. And like I said, men, a man's man, don't maneuver like that. He would have kept his mouth shut and went on about his day and let it be. But her, she asked, what's that? In terms of him saying, I'm going to do what I want, but you're not going to like it. So in turn, you threaten her first. Now, again, does it justify her getting on the phone, calling the police and exaggerating the situation? No, it doesn't. But once again, you can't tell a woman, I'm going to do what I want. You're not going to like it. So she asks, what's that? His next statement to the dog, he says, is come here, puppy. So again, I'm going to tell you and be honest with you. Somebody called for my dog. We're going to have an issue. Because she still hasn't exaggerated. The, the situation hasn't escalated yet for her. He's doing all the antagonizing at this point. But see, this is what I'm telling you. When narratives are being portrayed to you and you don't care to go find out the facts, you'll fall in the windstorm, man, of the victimization. I tell you what's going on for people of color in this country, man. We love being the victim. We can never just sit and just say, yo, what did you do that led to all this? And I'm quick to tell people, when you're dealing with accountability, I don't need to blame anybody. Nine times out of 10, you will never hear me blame anybody for anything. So I'm always be able to go and say, 
if seven things happen, if I contributed four, uh, four out of these seven things, two or three out of these seven things, then I can already go look at my two or three things I contributed to this and say, yo, that you just not did that. I don't care what they did. We wouldn't even been in this situation. But that's not how people who are not accountable, that's not how they maneuver out here. So again, you got this big goofball. He want to come and tell, he want to tell the dog, come here, puppy. She tells him he won't come, he won't come to you. Then he tells her, we'll see about that. I'll put I pull out the dog treats I carry for such intransigence. Now, intransigence, he just <laughs> he wanted to show you that Harvard education when he pulled that word out. For those who don't know what that means, that's refusal to change one's views or to agree about something. Now he could have just said I carry for just I carry for just for such disagreements, but that's fine. He wanted to throw that word in there. I'll go look the word up. And that's fine. Why are you offering her dog dog treats? What was she supposed to think was getting ready to happen if a strange man is offering her dog dog treats? I didn't even get a chance to toss any treats to the pooch before Karen scrambled to grab the dog. So again, this is a guy already who taken possession of the whole park at this point, this whole little area. Because he's telling you, I carry dog treats for dogs just in case I run into this situation. So now, how was she not to know he was going to poison the dog now that I know what the truth is? And this is not me. This is him telling you all of this. Telling you, yo, I committed the crime and I'm stupid enough to tell you exactly what I did. So now, do I think she did? Sorry about that. Mm. Let me get back to that, though. So do I think she deserved to get fired? No, not unless he going to get fired for his role in all of this. Not at all. But see, that's kind of what I'm saying again. You kind of have to always start to find the facts. Leave your feelings out of this. Because after she comes and says, yo, don't you touch my dog. He says, that's when I started video recording with my iPhone. And when her inner Karen fully emerged and took a dark turn. So now. We got Karen versus Katana at this point. No. Karen versus Kukaliku. I like that. You got Karen versus Kukaliku. And they both going back and forth now at this point. And they just having this whole big fisticuffs as we find out over him starting this. He initiated basically the contact and her to come close. But in the video, he's telling you, yo, don't come close. But he never showed us he was offering her dog treats. So again, the police would have came had he not been videotaping. Without them knowing the full story and having to take her word. And without this idiot wanting to be famous now and, and looking for his attention, we wouldn't have known his part in this. Because they both have a they both have 50-50 blind men. And you have to again look. He went and sat down with the New York Times already. Mr. Cooper, 57, Harvard graduate who works in communications, has long been a prominent birder in the city and is on the board of the New York City Audubon Society. The incident took place around 18 in the morning. All Amy is doing is going to try and walk her dog, get him a little run in, which is what I do with mine every morning. Let her get some of that extra energy out so she can maneuver around. You can get work done the rest of the day. Go on about your day. Like I said, I've had three dogs. Never seen a dog really chase birds like that. They chase squirrels, seen them chase rabbits. Never seen a dog catch a bird. But you know, like I said, 
he was ready for trouble that day. He wanted it. He wanted an interaction. A, I'm not getting ready to engage with a man or a woman. Especially, I'm not getting ready to engage with a woman with that situation. Because the second I engage with her, whatever that escalates to, I'm responsible now. I have to have a conversation if the police are called. If it escalates too far and she hits me or now she calls her guy up there, now I'm engaging with her guy now. And now we really plan my word against her word and the way she took whatever I said and now she's relaying it to him in another fashion so she can get him all riled up to be the protector. If I get into it with a guy and I approach a guy for the same thing, we don't know what may be said that escalates that to six or seven in guns, knives, or punches are thrown. So for me, it's just sit and mind your business, man. That's not your part. If you had a real problem with it, all you had to do, you had your phone with you. You wanted to record. All you had to do was call 911. But you bought treats to give to, to dogs who shouldn't be there. And you're going to offer a, a dog with a woman and a master. You have a dog owner right there with a dog. And you're going to offer the dog treats. You basically threaten her. She don't know you from a can of paint almost. And you just going to call her dog over there. So what was she supposed to do? What did you think this was getting ready to ask? Well, Kikaliku, I know how he was probably raised. So I know you probably don't even care where it was at. Well, no, you probably care what it was going to escalate to. You wanted it to escalate to that. You enjoy that. But like I said, semi-wild section of Central Park, he says, where dogs are required to be on leashes at all times. That's fine. I get it. Like I said, was she in the wrong? Sure was. Should they have called? The, should he have called the police? He sure should have. And none of this ever happens. After Miss Cooper refused to restrain, and you know he petty, because he put it on social media and he called her Karen. And then said her inner Karen came out. And you know he has to be into this little hip feminist world because this Karen stuff, I just, maybe I've just been out of the blue for a long time. I just started hearing this Karen stuff maybe a couple of months ago. So, like I said, he says after Miss Cooper refused to restrain the dog, Mr. Cooper said he planned to offer the dog treats to induce her to leash the animal so that the dog wouldn't run for the treat. Now, what type of sense does that make? I'm getting ready to call somebody's child over here to make sure they start watching their child. I don't know what the end result of that's getting ready to be by me initiating that. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You call my dog over hoping I'm going to grab the dog. As if now I'm not going to have a problem with you because I don't even know what your intentions are at that point. I don't know you. According to a Facebook post, which he documented his version of the exchange. And see, that's what I'm saying. Wanting to be famous. Put it all on social media. That, that didn't even need to be on social media, to be honest with you. You won already. You had lied. Well, I won't say lie. You omitted the tr you omitted some things. You put out what you wanted to put out so you could shape a narrative the way you wanted it shaped. And that's fine, I guess. 
I would call it lying and race baiting, but whatever. Like I said, he even admitted he produced dog treats for the uh, dog. So, like I said, he says that's that's when he started recording his video. Then how Anna Karen fully emerged and took a dark turn, he said. Using the name that has become slang for an entitled white woman. Now, I don't know how you could call her an entitled white woman when all she was doing was reacting. I mean... What she just did, I've, I've seen welfare queens do the same thing. They're not entitled. So I don't I don't know seeing what you saw would make that entitled at that point. But okay. The video captures Miss Cooper first asking Mr. Cooper to stop filming her. Then saying she will call the police and claim that she is being threatened by African-American. And again, like I said, she wasn't being threatened, but... At that point, you don't know who this guy is either. And now you got some weirdo. You got Kikaliku out here offering your dog dog treats and you don't know him. So what was she supposed to feel at that point, to be honest with you? He says, please tell them whatever you like, Mr. Cooper said off camera. She proceeded to call. And at that point, he knew everything she was doing, she couldn't back up. So he could deny it, because that's how it always go. Police come to the door. Sir, did you hit her? No, I didn't. But she been smacking me on my all on the head. And she really has been popping him across the head. She punched him in the stomach. He done probably got slapped in the face a couple of times. She'll say, no, I didn't get touched. I didn't touch him. Now, she may show a bruise she just had or went in the bathroom and did something to her arm real quick to make a bruise. She'll say, yeah, but he just grabbed me right here. Look, they'll see that. Sir, did you touch her? No. Where did the bruise come from? I don't know. I ain't do it. And he really telling the truth. But at that point, his word against her word, way the system set up, my man, you getting out, which is why I always tell you, man, when you get into it with a woman, when it start escalating, just walk away, man. Because exactly what she did is exactly what's going to happen. And exactly what Kikaliku did, a.k.a. Mr. Cooper, that's exactly what's going to happen. They'll start filming and they'll show exactly what happened when everything is escalated. They won't show or when you've done what you've done. They won't show them busting you across the head or any of that. It's not important to them. Doesn't go with the narrative they're trying to portray at that point. Like I said, he goes, I'm in the, she goes, I'm in the ramble. There's a man, African-American. He has a bicycle helmet and he is recording me and threatening me and my dog. Now, I never heard him threaten her, but offering the dog a dog treat and you don't know him. I would say she wasn't lying that. <laughs> I think she's in more trouble with the public at this point. As sad as it goes, exactly with the Michael Vick case, more people are upset because of the way the dog was being manhandled. I think it would be more heat on his ass if she didn't have a dog and was manhandling the dog the way she was. So I am being threatened by a man in a ramble. Please send the cops immediately. And that's all Mr. Cooper had to do from the beginning. Yeah, 911, there's a woman in the park with a dog off the leash. It should be on a leash. And I feel threatened at this point. That would have been the end of it. Now, I don't know how long it would have took him to come, but I'm pretty sure his tone of voice, they would have thought it was a white guy anyway. And they would have been on their way. She then hung up. Thank you, Mr. Cooper said, after she put her dog on a leash just before the video ends. Now, she putting her dog on a leash now to get herself together for when the cops get there. And this is when I'm telling you, they're good at staging the crime, man. You just have to really pay attention to what's going on. They'll stage the scene quite quickly to make things look exactly the way they want them to look. Now, it is cool he had the camera. Like I said, I still don't think anything probably would have happened to him. But, you know, you never know at that point. Because he does have a mouth on him, so could he have been rebellious with the cops talking back? 
make a martyr of itself. You never know. On Tuesday afternoon, he said in an interview, I was quite adamant that I was going to tape her as long as the scofflaw behavior was continuing, despite the threats. There you go again. Scofflaw, that's that Harvard education. But I want to know what it means, so that's the nerd in me. Sorry about that. A person who flouts the law, especially especially by failing to comply with the law that is difficult to enforce effectively. Hmm, I learned a new word. I add that into the database. I didn't want to kowtow to that. I didn't want to give it any power, he added. I am pretty adamant about not being a participant in my own dehumanization. You started all of this. Don't don't come play the victim now. Because I'm going to be honest, if this was a white guy doing it, I don't even think this would have been an issue one way or the other. I think the majority of people would have found him at fault for instigating and starting it. But it's this narrative of white people don't want to seem like they racist. So they won't look at it and say anything toward it at all. It'll just kind of just be like, yo, he the victim. And black people, we love being a victim. That's just the way it is, man. That's the society we live in at this point. You know, I, I know y'all don't want to hear that, but that just is what it is, man. Every time something go wrong, we the victim. We don't even care about the facts. All we need to know is something happened and we the victim. First is nobody deserved to die. Then it'll be nobody deserved to have the cops called them or called called on them over that. So now, like I say, you're accountable for your actions. We don't really even get into this a lot of times, but I am one of the few. He then goes on to say, I'm one of the few male African-Americans who birds the ramble regularly. <laughs> I just bet. And I've always been aware that if I am crawling around behind a shrub trying to catch a glimpse of that rare bird holding a metal object in my hands, I will be perceived differently than a white man if police come across that scene. <laughs> behind crawling behind a shrub, the hell he think he inspected gadget? What the hell is going on with this guy? The police said they responded to the report of an assault in Central Park on Monday morning. Upon arrival, police determined two individuals had engaged in a verbal dispute said Sergeant Mary Frances O'Donnell, a police spokeswoman. No summons were issued and there were no arrests. There was no arrest made, which that shouldn't have been. You can give a citation for it, but like I said, he escalated the situation. He instigated the situation. I don't even know. This never even should have turned into this, to be honest with you. He could have mind his own business. And if you didn't want to mind your own business and you had a problem with it, you could have called the police, which end up happening anyway. So why not just do that instead of taking the law into your own hands? But it's whatever, man. Shortly after the video was posted on Monday, someone who said they had been the white woman's dog walker identified her. Her name soon began trending on Twitter. Internet sleuths digging into Miss Cooper's life, found an Instagram profile of her dog, Henry, and began sharing old photos documenting injuries he had suffered. Well, see, I don't know what that have to do with anything. Are they portraying her as, as a dog beater or whatever? But I don't, I can't really go into all of that because I don't know how old the dog is. I don't even know the pictures they found of the dog and how you finding pictures of the dog. <laughs> what what that is. And that's crazy if she had pictures of the dog on her Instagram injured. But again, like I said, we love attention. Like Kanye said, everybody feel a way about yay, but at least you feel something. When you want attention, you don't care if it's good or bad, just as long as somebody tuning in. So by nightfall, she had surrendered Henry to the Cocker Spaniel Rescue Group. She had adopted him from two years before, according to a Facebook post by the group. 
on Tuesday night, Ms. Cooper publicly apologized in a statement and sought to explain her response. When Chris began offering treats to my dog and confronted me in an area where there was no one else nearby and said, you're not going to like what I'm going to do next. I assumed we were being threatened when all he had intended to do was record our encounter on his phone. Ms. Cooper said he had every right to request that I leash my dog in the area where it's required. Now, at this point, this is her falling on the sword so that she can basically keep her job. And it's just like, yeah, I should have. But if you knew that and that was going to be the issue, the second he says something, if you didn't want it to escalate, could have just put the leash on the dog and went on about your day. But like I said, was it okay for her to feel threatened by the situation? She could have. Like I said, if, if I don't know somebody and they offering my dog dog treats, we're going to have an issue. She continued, I am well aware of the pain that misassumptions and insensitive statements about race cause and would never have imagined that I would be involved in the type of incident that occurred. Hmm. That's a lie. I mean, the, the video show what you was all about. Now, whether you're a bigot, I don't know. I don't know you as a person, but you let it be known while you was on camera how you was getting ready to play it. So on Monday evening, Ms. Cooper's employer, Franklin Templeton, said she had been placed on leave while the incident was being investigated. Now, of course, they'll fire her. They don't really have a choice. You don't want the negative publicity at this point. They don't want Black Lives Matter coming around. You don't want the, hum the Humane Society coming around. You don't want PETA coming around. So, you know, to keep all of those groups at bay, animal cruelty, to keep all those groups at bay, what we'll do is we'll fire her and just leave her out there in the wind. She can fend for herself. She had been a head of insurance portfolio management at Franklin Templeton, according to her LinkedIn page, and graduated from the University of Chicago Booth School of Business. On Tuesday afternoon, Franklin Templeton announced that she had been fired. So, you know, yesterday afternoon, they got rid of her. Mr. Cooper said in an interview that he had been overwhelmed by the response to his video, but that the retribution against Ms. Cooper had taken him aback. It's a little bit of a frenzy and I'm uncomfortable with that, he said. If our goal is to change the underlying factors, I am not sure that this young woman having her life completely torn apart serves that goal. So why the hell did you upload the video? You started it. You instigated it. You recorded it. You uploaded it. None of us know any of this has happened. So what did you think was coming to this? But again, guys, this is when I'll keep coming back to you and telling you. They'll create this whole big windstorm and then they'll come back to you and apologize for it. And they'll fall on the sword and they'll say, it's nothing else I can do but apologize and say, I'm sorry. What else? You just flipped my life upside down. What good is the apology now? Miss Cooper did not immediately respond to requests for comment, adding to the fractiousness of the exchange are longstanding. Tensions between birders and dog walkers in Central Park magnified by the fraught climate of the pandemic lockdown. Hmm. At one point, Miss Cooper wearing a face mask lunged toward Mr. Cooper, a behavior that some who viewed the video have called an assault because of the violation of social distancing rules that occurs. Now, again, we have to take into account he called the dog over there first. She's holding the dog. So at that point, he flips the camera on. He's already told you. Once she starts approaching me, I flip the camera on. So now all we see is the camera. We don't know what led the dog over there. And see, that's my point with the Mart Arbery case. Until we really get a video of what happened when he walked back walked outside of that house. It's really going hard to be able to ever say whether the, the murder was justified. Well, not justified, but 
was the citizen's arrest justified? We don't know if he took off. We know he wasn't running when he walked into the house, but we don't know what happened when he came out. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. The house. Did he come out of the house and start jogging? Or what was going on? So, you know, that's because you kind of, that video came on and we saw what we saw. You can't ever forget there's always something going on before the record button got hit. But <clears throat> they then go on and say, but even without the pandemic and a location, the legacy of these kinds of confrontations looms large. According to Catherine Russell Brown, director of the Center for the Study of Race and Race Relations at the University of Florida's Levin College of Law. It was particularly a punch in the gut for a lot of people, Professor Brown said. It ties into and taps into a long history of white women in particularly, in particular, falsely accusing black men of crimes that lead to great harm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I like I say, I could see it on both sides with this one. Because he instigated everything. So did she have to react the way she reacted? No, he didn't assault her. No. Did she feel threatened? She may very well have felt threatened after I found out everything that happened. But because she started acting and was over, well, I can't even say acting because she was hysterical when the camera went on. So I don't really know how she reacts. She could just be a, a over hysterical person, over emotional person. So it, it would be hard for me to say that, but. Like I said, they'll start race baiting with a lot of this and trying to make it seem like he had nothing to do with any of this. This just kind of just <clears throat> all of her reactions and emotions just started when the camera started. Professor Russell Brown is the author of The Color of Crime, in which she explores the phenomenon of the racial hoax in which people fabricate crimes perpetrated by people of another race. Yeah. I guess what she looking, <laughs> I'm not going to go there. She says, this is deeply offensive, she said, particularly as we are in a climate writ large of expandability of black and brown lives in the midst of COVID-19. I don't know what COVID-19 has to do with any of this, but again, let's play on people's heartstrings and make it look like we're going through something a whole lot more worse than what everybody else is going through. We're going to take a quick break and I'm going to come back and wrap this up. You know, going going to his page and looking at some of the comments and some of his newfound fans that came through. You see someone pops in, say the karma bus stopped and snatched up. She lost a job and a dog. Now she's crying about her life, about how her life got turned upside down since this happened. You reap what you sow. There's no place in the world for people like this. Christian, I applaud you for being an outstanding man in caps and doing the right thing. There was nothing outstanding about what he did. Nothing. But like I said, you're not going to even hear white people really speak out again. You won't hear a white man speak out against him. You'll hear some white women because like I said, they protected, so you can't say nothing back regardless, but there was nothing outstanding about what he did. And to be honest, she really didn't lie either, but poor dog, why she pick it up like that? She's stupid. Well, I mean, in the heat of everything, if you feel threatened, the dog is not on a leash. She panicking. She got her phone in her hand calling the cops. All she has is his collar at that point. And she doesn't want, if she lets him go, and what she fears is he is what that is, and the dog treat as poison, 
then the dog is going to die. So be mindful of that when you're judging that situation like that. You kind of always have to, whether those was her true intents or not, you kind of always have to be able to, you know, look at situations from both people's point of views. And, you know, like I said, you have more people on his page. They upset with the way the dog was being treated. They really, they really could care less about what he was doing because like I said, if we're gonna be honest, keep it all the way funky, keep it a bean, he was in the wrong. You get a white woman, wow, I'm a white woman, and I wanna apologize on behalf of this POS, racial female dog. We already know what POS mean, piece of horse manure, piece of crap, don't really wanna use profanity. My little Zozo might be listening. Daddy loved you too. If I was in a place where I felt afraid, I would get out of there fast and not confront the person I feared. There, that is a point. But once again, once that situation starts to escalate, like I said, you get to a point, there's no turning back. Another person, she did damage to the dog by dragging him and clearly wasn't being threatened, but that's the issue. Well, again, we don't know when he offered that dog a treat. We don't know this guy. So you can't really say she wasn't being threatened because you don't know how she felt once you get a guy saying, yo, put a leash on the dog. Hey, dog, come in. I got some treats for you. You don't know this guy, so you don't know where this is getting ready to go. You know, there's a lot of, they watch a lot of shows where serial killers have done crazy things like this where you give a dog something the owner come over to get the dog you grab the woman and all hell breaks loose so you can't really say he wasn't threatening enough but people of her race can just call the police and lie on African Americans and when they come they will automatically think he did something wrong and she's the real problem but this is America so sad this is a black woman saying this and once again you'll never hear that black woman complain when that black woman is falsely accusing that black man, when she got him on child support for a child that's not his, you know what they'll say? Well, that's you. You stupid. You shouldn't have signed anyway. When she called and makes a false report saying he beat her and he didn't, they won't say that. He shouldn't have cheated on you. They'll figure out every which way for why her friend told her why they did what they did. They'll justify it. So see, man, this is why I'm telling you, black women have jumped in bed with white women. They've jumped in bed with the feminist movement. Not all, but again, 70 to 80% of them, they've jumped in bed with them at this point. And you have to understand the same way you view that white feminist, you must start viewing the black feminist the same way. She's no longer an ally to us. So that's why I'm telling you, and I know you're wondering where the black feminist part comes in that. And that black feminist part comes in because our man Christian Cooper is a black feminist. Kikaluku. He's part of the black feminist movement. And the crazy thing is, like I told you episodes before, I forgot which episode that was. You have infighting in the feminist movement. Here they just did an episode on that on Blackish maybe a couple months ago. Well, white women feminists are aiming for something and they're not really focused on the black feminist movement needs, but they all basically in bed against men at this point, guys. Then you have another woman say, I'm so sorry for this. And all the times my husband who is African, who is African and became a US citizen is pulled over by the police for no reason other than he's black. Hey, lady, I know you white and he African, but he ain't one of us. They don't even they don't even claim African-Americans. But again, as you on the outside looking in, you think we all the same. <clears throat> we not the same, but it was a nice try. That poor dog with a psycho. I'm so glad she got fired. I don't know what her getting fired. I'm not glad. I don't want anybody to lose a job unless they wholeheartedly deserve it. Did she really deserve to get fired over this? No, she didn't. And like I said, if this wasn't a black guy doing this, 
and filming this, she probably wouldn't have. Because he instigated the whole situation. And all she said was, I'm being threatened by an African-American man. Now, the way she said it, sure. Did she add five on five on one? She sure did add it. But, hey, was she technically lying? Did she feel threatened? I can't say a woman wouldn't feel threatened if a, a strange man is offering their dog dog treats. Like, y'all have to really understand what was actually happening. He basically instigated the whole situation. He started it all by just engaging with it. Black woman says, poor dog, she almost murdered him by choking him. What an ass. And you know, you have one who says he made a simple appropriate request, which he did. But like I said, you don't know how these things will ever play out. So why make the request? Why not just call the cops if it's that serious? The woman chose to escalate the situation in an extreme manner. No, he chose to escalate the situation. And I don't know how people under this page could see everything he said he did and still don't think he escalated the situation with no regard for the man. She was accusing, she was accusing or her animal. Now she must accept the consequences. Again, more people focused on the dog than they are in. They calling her mentally ill. As a white woman, my sincerest apology for her obscene behavior and strangling her dog was despicable as well. But again, the same white woman, right along with our black woman, they was behind Bill Clinton when that 94 crime bill came in. When Hillary said we were super predators, black man, that same white woman and black woman was holding hands, saying, forgive her. Forgive her for calling your black son an animal and a monster and a terror on the streets. That's what she thought of black men. We should forgive him. And you know why we should forgive him? Because we need her in the office to further the feminist agenda. Now, forgive Joe Biden for being behind the 94 criminal bill. Forgive Joe Biden for all of the sexual misconducts he's been involved in. Forgive Joe Biden for the racially insensitive remarks he's had when Barack and him was running against each other at first. Forgive Joe Biden now for, yo, if you ain't voting Democrat and voting for me, you ain't black. Forgive him for all of that. And you know why? Because he'll be working closely with Hillary and he's working to get the feminist movement moving forward in the agendas that they have. They don't like the unrest they have with Trump in office. And I told you that because I'll be honest with you, if the roles was reversed and Biden was Trump and Trump had these transgressions, they would just say, yo, we just got to pick the last of the two evils. Then we just got to ride with Trump. That's all we got. That's all we got to choose from. The unrest with them, with Trump in office, a lot of this is they can no longer hide behind the movements they've been hiding behind. They can no longer now say we all feminists, but we can hide out in all these other different places and never be found out. Like I said, that's one of the greatest things to me and the greatest gifts Trump being in office ever brought me. I was able to see where everybody, a lot of people are now aligned with and who they align with. So now I know you align with this, so that lets me know what your thought process is and what your politics are for a lot of these issues. You can no longer just hide behind certain things that you used to be able to hide behind. So, you know, in closing guys, this is me giving you game. Stop engaging. Don't engage with that guy at the bar cause your girl with you. The job is to live, to see another day. Stop engaging with these cops. I know we had the, I think his name was Gregory Floyd. You had that situation happen, which is nuts in itself. That's him not doing anything wrong. And again, overzealous cops, but just stop engaging, man. If you don't have to engage, don't. Christian Cooper could have more than just called the cops. None of this situation happens. 
But now he wants to come back and say, well, I didn't want to lose a job and all of this. I didn't think this would be that. So you didn't think this would be that. What was the purpose of you uploading the video? You didn't get arrested. You wasn't brutally beaten or roughed up. So why would you upload the video besides that? Fellas, when she's screaming and yelling at you at home and you know she got a volatile temper, this is what happens. Don't engage. Just leave, man. When dude at the club and he call you a punk, I know you might look a certain way in front of your girl. Don't engage, though, man. As an adult, just leave. If she think you're not a man because you won't engage, you don't need to be with that woman then. She want a rough, she want a pookie and ray ray, so let her have a pookie and ray ray. But as men, you gotta learn to be able to solve your problems with your mouth, man. You gotta learn to be able to be thoughtful and logical out here, man. Stop maneuvering off emotions. This whole case escalated off of emotions, man. Start dealing with the facts. Leave them feelings where they need to be at. It's the Hood Nerd. I'll catch y'all next time around. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.